If you could ask God anything, what would you ask? Life is full of big questions. In his brand new book, Will I Be Fat in Heaven? and Other Curious Questions, J. John answers 38 questions that we ask about God, the Bible, the world, and everything in between. How can God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit be one? Why do we believe the Bible is true? Will we recognize family and friends in heaven? And life's ultimate question, does God care about me? Get your copy now at canonjjohn.com. Hi, I'm J. John. You're listening to Heroes of the Faith. Many Christians throughout the centuries have inspired me and there is much we can learn from them. I have been writing about some of my heroes of the faith and here they are, read by my wife, Killy. One of the most remarkable stories in modern Christianity is the explosive growth of the Iranian church. At the end of the 1970s, there were a few hundred Christians in Iran. It is now estimated that there are as many as a million. It's a worldwide pattern too. Britain alone now has several thousand Iranian believers. I believe it's a work of God, but it has also involved many courageous individuals who have paid the price for their witness. One of the many I could name is Haik Hosbian. Some background is probably essential. Iran, or Persia as it is sometimes called, has a long history and as a regional superpower appears in such biblical books as Daniel and Esther. Although Iran fell under Shiite Muslim control from the 7th century AD, Christianity persisted in the minority Armenian community. After the Islamic Revolution of 1979, it was widely expected that the few fellowships of converts from Islam would soon be extinguished. Yet against opposition, the Iranian church began to quietly grow. A key individual in these remarkable events was Haik Hovispian. Haik was born in 1945 into a family of Armenian Christians. He trusted in Christ in his youth and joined the Pentecostal Assemblies of God, where his gifts for leadership were recognised. Because Armenians have so often been persecuted in the Middle East, it is perhaps understandable that there was a long-standing reluctance to seek trouble by evangelising Muslims. Haik, however, became burdened to reach out to those outside the Christian community, eventually moving to a region that was almost entirely Muslim. He won friends and ultimately converts through his powerful evangelism and through his evident love for those who had been long seen as enemies. Something of Haig's dynamism, warmth and spiritual power can be seen in a compelling film about him called A Cry from Iran. Haig married in 1966 and he and his wife Tahush had four children. His church work grew rapidly, 
so that by the end of the 70s he had founded numerous house churches. Within his denomination he was known as Bishop Hovispan but remained Brother Hake to most people. Not simply an evangelist but also a powerful apologist and gifted musician, Hake became increasingly recognised as a national leader and was eventually appointed head of the Iranian Assemblies of God. In the immediate aftermath of the Islamic Revolution in 1979, the evangelical churches were largely spared. Soon, however, the persecution of Christians occurred, focusing first on converts within the Anglican Church. Yet the growth of the church proved unstoppable. Although there were human factors such as a growing disillusionment with economic failure, and the harshness of the fundamentalist government, it's obvious that God's spirit was moving powerfully within Iran. By the late 1980s, the authorities were becoming alarmed by the growth of the house churches, but struggled with how to deal with these informal fellowships. Eventually, they tried legal pressure, imposing rules on churches that were specifically intended to prohibit evangelism, including a ban on any Muslims or Muslim converts entering churches. Hake, now the president of the United Protestant Churches of Iran, boldly refused to comply with the law, declaring that he would keep his church open to all. Indeed, he went further, protesting to the government that they were breaking their own law on religious tolerance and appealing to international organisations for support. A specific case brought matters to a head. One of Haik's close friends was Mahiddi Dibaj, who had paid the price for leaving Islam by being imprisoned and tortured for over nine years. In 1993, he was sentenced to death and Hake mounted a global campaign to have him spared. Hake got hold of Debar's appeal to the judges and circulated it. An astonishingly powerful document, often compared to one of the New Testament letters, it soon spread worldwide. If you haven't read it, please do. A leading British journalist, Bernard Levin, was so impressed by it that he had it printed in its entirety in the Times. Probably the longest statement of Christian belief ever published in that paper. A few days later, the Iranian government released Debaj. There was, however, a price to pay. Three days later, Hake disappeared in Tehran and when his body was eventually found it had multiple stab wounds. The inevitable conclusion was that he had proved to be too powerful an opponent for the state to let him live. Within six months Mahedi too had met a violent death and soon seven church leaders were also dead. Hake left a powerful legacy. Most of his family and many of those he led to faith are now leading the church in the Iranian communities across the world. 
the most prominent of Hake's many strengths was his courage, and that is seen in different ways. First, he stepped out of his own culture. The safe option for Hake was to stay within his own Armenian community, but he was led to go outside it to preach Christ to a culture that was seen as hostile. Second, he challenged the state. Knowing what was likely to happen, Hake battled against his government over Mahidi Dabaj. The battle cost him his life, but it resulted in a powerful declaration of the gospel to millions. Finally, he stood up for other believers. Hake took a stand not for himself, but for his friends. Jesus said, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. To do that needs not just love, but also courage. Hake has been a hero and example to many Iranians. It's worth considering that as the Western world becomes increasingly hostile to Christianity, that he may become a model for us too. I hope you've been inspired by today's Heroes of the Faith podcast. Please visit our website, canonjjohn.com, where you can sign up to receive future blogs direct to your inbox. Thank you for listening. If you could ask God anything, what would you ask? Life is full of big questions. In his brand new book, Will I Be Fat in Heaven? and Other Curious Questions, J. John answers 38 questions that we ask about God, the Bible, the world, and everything in between. How can God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit be one? Why do we believe the Bible is true? Will we recognize family and friends in heaven? And life's ultimate question, does God care about me? Get your copy now at canonjjohn.com.